0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insights into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 4, looking at verses 21 and 22 from the New Living Translation. The religious leaders were stunned by the courage of Peter and John, and fearful of their popularity among the masses. Remember, Peter said, um, are we supposed to listen to what you tell us to do, or do we obey what God told us to do? And of course, the leaders didn't have an answer for for that. Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? And that's a question we need to ask ourselves. Does God want us to obey man rather than him? But let's listen to verses 21 and 22 of the New Living Translation. The council then threatened them further, but they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign the healing of a man who had been lame for more than 40 years. Again, that's Acts chapter 4, verses 21 and 22 from the New Living Translation. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like, follow, share, at Minute Words or hashtag MinutesWord on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. Y'all be blessed. We are again looking at Acts chapter four, verses twenty one through twenty two, read right from the New Living Translation. And as we think of the magnitude of this miracle, and the fact that the religious leaders wanted to um, to like hide it under a bushel, like <laughs> they didn't want the uh, miracle. They didn't. I mean, they couldn't hide it. The man was was uh, lame, crippled for 40 years from his from birth, from his mother's womb. So it's not something they could say didn't happen. They couldn't sweep it under the rug as they tried to do uh, uh, with the resurrection, saying that the disciples stole Christ's body from the tomb. They couldn't say that about this miracle because so many people saw this man who they'd been seeing at the temple for so many years leaping and dancing and praising God, just as a lot of people saw the resurrected Christ, and several uh, people saw His ascension. A a lot of people saw His ascension. So the uh, religious leaders were, you know, they didn't know what to do. Their hands were tied. They just didn't want the uh, word of the gospel to spread. And that's basically uh, Satan's job is to keep the word from spreading and we hear about again so many countries so many places where the word and christians are persecuted for spreading god's word and we have to pray angel protection uh, over them and uh, pray that god protects them but let me share what the commentaries had to say the religious leaders could do nothing more than threaten uh, Peter and John, uh, John and let them go. Luke's comment heightens the significance of the miracle. He comments that the man had been healed of a 40 year condition and he was perfectly healed. He didn't limp. He didn't hop. He didn't struggle. And I think about myself with my arthritis <laughs> that, you know, some I got to shake the, the kinks out of my knees just to get them to... Uh, to work, and this man miraculously miraculously healed, but let me continue. The um, leaders couldn't find a way to punish them because of the people. They were completely unmoved by the obvious miracle from God, yet they w- responded to public opinion. This proved that they didn't care that much about God's opinion. More they cared more about what the people thought about them. the apostles um, have violated no law, and the religious leaders have no legal grounds for disciplining them or holding them. The contrast between the crowd worshipping God and the leaders focused on threatening the uh, uh the apostles show. Uh, that the leaders were backwards, they were spiritually backwards, and they were in rebellion against God. And the um, they all glorified God for what had been done. The people all glorified God because they saw. And again, these were people who were learned. They were coming to this the religious celebration, and they see this great miracle. So, of course, they glorified God that this man that they would probably been seeing every year when they went to Pentecost, when they went to Jerusalem for Pentecost, they probably saw him every year. And those who were old enough probably saw him all of, you know, most of his life being laid at the gate called beautiful. But let me continue. The whole situation started out looking pretty bad. Peter and John were on trial before the same court that sent Jesus to Pilate for crucifixion. It was meant for great evil, but God turned it around for good. And we see that more than 2,000 people came to believe in Jesus. Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, He got to preach Jesus to the leaders of the Jews. There were hostile examiners that were able to confirm the miraculous healing. Those who did not want the healing, the the teaching to go out, they were hostile. But they couldn't help but confirm that it happened because they knew this man. As Peter and John said, we didn't know him. Y'all knew him. And they were bolder than ever for the cause of Christ. And God was glorified. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you that even though um, I can't say that I've ever been persecuted or threatened with my life, with peril, for teaching your word. God, we know in so many places people are. In so many uh, areas of this world, people are. Because Satan doesn't want your word to go forth. His demons are very busy making sure. That those who love you and love your word are persecuted. And Father, we're praying angel protection on all of them. We're praying that you protect them as only you can. And that you guard their hearts and their minds and their lives and their families. In the name of Jesus. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. Praying for our pastor and his wife as they welcome their first little grandbaby. Praying for the baby, praying for uh, the baby's parents, the little girl, praying for her her parents, her uh, grandparents on both sides, and her great-grandparents. Pray that you uh, give Pastor and his wife and family as they travel, uh, uh, Journey Mercies and Traveling Graces, angel protection in the name of Jesus. Pray for uh, the parents also as they have to travel around Uh, with his son playing professional football. So we pray for them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Praying for those who need you for other special cares and needs in this world. Praying for a a member whose husband is in hospice care right now. You know what those needs are, Father. And you know already what the outcome is. And we can praise you in advance for uh, healing on this side or the other in the name of Jesus thanking you in advance, God, because we know you do hear and you will answer prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.